Welcome to You News, the podcast using the power of Univision to bring the news that matters to you in English. Today is Friday, April 13th. I'm Andrea Linares. These are today's headlines. Coronavirus cases climbing in the U.S., the FDA taking steps to speed up testing as the nation lags dangerously behind diagnosing new cases. Americans put their public lives on hold, employees working from home and vacations canceled. And with a growing number of cases of the virus in Mexico, learn how experts are dealing with isolating patients. This and much more today on You News, transmitting live from our newsroom in Miami. And we begin today with this new announcement from the World Health Organization now saying Europe has become the epicenter of the world's coronavirus pandemic. More than 137,000 people in different countries have been infected. China and Italy seeing the end of the crisis near, while in the U.S., the nationwide effort is continuing. The primary overarching goal to slow down the rate of infection and make testing more available. Lorraine Caceres has the latest. After seeing the worst of it, Chinese doctors now arriving in Italy to continue their fight against coronavirus. In Europe, infections are climbing and France President Macron announcing the closure of all schools indefinitely. In Spain, the prime minister declaring a state of emergency. A doctor there who contracted the virus while treating patients speaking to CNN about his symptoms. Um, The first day I started with some chills with sore throat, cough, and uh, uh, a terrible headache. Then, uh, and low-grade fever. And then move to to day two, uh, the headache started to fade away. I started with, uh, with small, uh, mild diarrhea. And- In the U.S., markets opening sharply higher on Wall Street a day after the worst drop since 1987. The virus has now reached Alaska, the governor there trying to calm the public as he announced the diagnosis. No reason to panic, no reason to get upset. This is going to, we're going to have more cases uh, as time goes on. And again, I believe that Alaska is is equipped. Many states like Michigan, Maryland and Ohio have shut down their entire school system, a precautionary measure that aims to slow down the threat early on. The experts tell us, look, two weeks is too late. Uh, You know, another week is too late. you got to try to slow this thing down early. And even though we've only had five confirmed uh, cases, uh, we feel that we could have up to 100,000 people in Ohio right now who are carrying around the coronavirus. Uh, This thing multiplies, we're told, every six days. In New Rochelle, New York, the biggest cluster in the country, drive-through testing sites are now operating. And America's third largest city, Chicago, joining the rest of Illinois on Thursday, enforcing the statewide ban on most gatherings over a thousand people. The latest victim there, a child said to be in good condition and recovering at home. The young child in Chicago is a reminder that anyone can be infected with this virus. And we're learning a Los Angeles Unified School District and San Diego schools will now close. 750,000 students will be affected. Washington, D.C. public schools also announcing it will close through the rest of March. Currently, Idaho and West Virginia are the only two states with no cases reported. Andrea, back to you.
Lorraine, thanks so much for that report. And today, President Trump is likely to declare a national emergency to aid the coronavirus response. This after his administration has faced criticism over its response to the pandemic. The move could open up tens of billions of dollars to fight the virus. But another issue on the table, testing for this disease. Those critical urgently needing these testing kits, but they remain in limited supply. Lawmakers now scrambling to contain the outbreak and mitigate its impact as people across the country try to get tested for the coronavirus. Frankly, the testing has been going very smooth. If you go to the right agency, if you go to the right area, you get the test. But reality is there's a shortage of test kits. A leading expert on the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Dr. Anthony Fauci, admitted the administration is failing. So very quickly, the system, the system does not is not really geared to what we need right now, what you are asking for. That is a failing. In some cities across the country, drive through testing sites are opening up, like this one in New Rochelle, New York, which can do about 200 cars per day. There are six lanes that are operating. You drive in in your car uh, and the medical staff comes to you does the test, takes the swabs, uh, and then you pull out, the, te- the swabs get sent to a laboratory. President Trump taking to Twitter to criticize President Obama, saying, President Obama made changes that only complicated things further. Their response to H1N1 swine flu was a full-scale disaster, with thousands dying and nothing meaningful done to fix the testing problem until now. The changes have been made and testing will soon happen on a very large-scale basis. All red tape has been cut, ready to go. Today, the Trump administration has announced a series of measures intended to speed testing for the coronavirus disease, COVID-19. A new federal coordinator to oversee testing, funding for two companies developing rapid tests, and a hotline for labs to call to get help finding needed supplies. Congress is also moving closer to an agreement on coronavirus relief. It reportedly involves enhancements to paid leave, food assistance, and unemployment insurance. The bill would also beef up state Medicaid funding to help with the crisis, and it would make coronavirus testing free for anyone who needs it. Pelosi says it's the first of multiple bills Congress is preparing in order to address the disease. Over in the Senate, some Republicans are signaling an unwillingness to support the House plan. The chamber is out of session through the weekend, but next week's planned Senate recess is canceled so lawmakers can focus on coronavirus. The Department of Health and Human Services has announced it will fund two companies for the development of rapid diagnostic tests for coronavirus. One of the rapid tests will be ready in about six weeks and the other in 12 weeks. These are designed to give a result within an hour. Meanwhile, in Washington, new questions are being raised about President Trump's exposure to coronavirus after it was announced a staff member who works with Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro tested positive one week after meeting with Trump. On Thursday, Bolsonaro's press secretary announced he tested positive. Both dined with the president and vice president Mike Pence at Mar-a-Lago last Saturday. And today, Bolsonaro posted on Facebook he's tested negative. 
and said reports saying otherwise are false. Janet Rodriguez joins me now live from Washington, D.C. with more on this. Janet, is the president going to be tested after all? Well, Andrea, as of yesterday, the White House says and know that the president at this point doesn't have any symptoms, feels well, and doesn't have any need to be tested. At this time, the vice president has also not been tested. However, the president is having a press conference today at 3 o'clock, so I'm sure that question will come up, and he may have to answer again whether he will be tested or has been tested. Honestly, there is much question here in Washington whether the White House has indeed tested the president and has not made that public. So so we need to clarify that as well. So the president will be having that press conference. We do understand that the president may declare some sort of emergency to be able to release the funds to the local communities that are being affected by uh, the coronavirus. But coming back to Washington and that exposure that he's had at that dinner that you were talking about with Bolsonaro and the press secretary that did test positive. Well, some um, well, government officials from Florida specifically were also there at that dinner. And today we understand that the major, uh, the mayor of Miami-Dade County there in Florida has tested positive. He did have interactions with Bolsonaro and that press secretary here in Washington. Some government officials, some congressmen are also quarantining themselves because they were at that dinner in Mar-a-Lago and are just taking precautionary measures. Uh, however, at the White House, they're not doing so. Uh, today, also a picture surfaced that happened last week with an, uh, an official from the Australian government that was photographed with Ivanka Trump, uh, William Barr, who is the attorney general, and Kellyanne Conway, the assistant to the president. Now, this official today posted on Facebook and on the official uh, Australian government website that he did test positive for coronavirus, so there is more exposure to people close to the president, but White House officials not responding to whether that is of concern or not, or not to the White House's daughter was right next to him in that picture. So we don't know how much interaction they did have other than that picture. But this person saying that did, he did test positive. So here in Washington, the big question continues to be why the president hasn't been tested. In other countries, presidents have taken the measures of quarantining themselves and taking more precautionary um, I, measures like the government here in the U.S. is saying that we all should do. But at the White House, that continues to not be the case. So we wait for that press conference and see whether the president will answer this question. I'm sure many reporters will be asking if the president will be tested in coming days. Back to you. Thank you, Janet Rodriguez in Washington, D.C. And just to clarify one detail of Janet's report, it's the mayor of the city of Miami, Francis Suarez, who has tested a positive for the virus. The mayor of Miami-Dade County, Carlos Jimenez, has gone into self-quarantine as well after meeting with top Brazilian officials and the president this past weekend. The coronavirus pandemic is also impacting major sporting events in almost every major sports league. Major League Baseball halting spring training and delaying opening day. The National Hockey League and Major League Soccer seasons also suspended, joining the NBA. And for the first time ever, the NCAA has canceled the legendary March Madness basketball tournament. Elin Cardet has those details. 
For the first time in its history, the NCAA tournament canceled. The move comes after Kansas and Duke suspended all athletics for the foreseeable future. Throughout college basketball Thursday, fear of COVID-19 spread chaos on the court. Big East has officially decided to cancel the remainder of their basketball tournament. The Big East abruptly ended its tournament Thursday during a halftime game between St. John's and Gregton. Cameras capturing the St. John's mascot sitting alone in the empty stands of Madison Square Garden. Here in the 2020 Big East Tournament, we have two completed games. We have half a game. Um, and that's all we're going to have in 2020. At least 14 conferences canceled their tournaments Thursday. The ACC declared Florida State their tournament champ in this unprecedented trophy ceremony. Men's Basketball Champions 2020 for the Atlantic Coast Conference. Congratulations. And in the pros, the NBA now dealing with another coronavirus case. You think of one of those maps in the country of where planes go. That's what players do. They move from city to city. Utah Jazz player Donovan Mitchell becoming the second confirmed case in the league. His positive test coming just hours after his teammate Rudy Gobert's diagnosis. In an Instagram post, the 23-year-old writing, we are all learning more about the seriousness of this situation and hopefully people can continue to educate themselves. Gobert apologized for his careless actions during a press conference Monday where he appeared to make light of the virus by rubbing his hands on reporters' microphones. Gobert posting on Instagram, I would like to publicly apologize to the people that I may have endangered. At the time, I had no idea I was even infected. Overnight, NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley self-quarantined as he awaits for his own COVID-19 test results. Barkley speaking with his TNT colleagues in a phone interview. I haven't been feeling great and they didn't want me to take any chances. In a conference call with team owners Thursday, the NBA discussed the future of the season. Dallas Mav owner Mark Cuban telling ABC News he'd be open to pushing it to the summer. Safety first, and that's the, the primary consideration. But beyond that, you know, and I've had the conversation with the league for years that we really could go into July and August. Meanwhile, the NHL following the NBA's lead, announcing they have suspending their hockey season, given that the two leagues share so many facilities and locker rooms. A sharp contrast to the Olympics as authorities confirm they have no plans to make changes to the 2020 Tokyo Games. Aileen Cardet for U News. And the world's most famous soccer player, Cristiano Ronaldo, is in quarantine after a teammate has been confirmed with COVID-19 just three days after their last game. Ronaldo last played for Juventus on Sunday. Teammate Daniel Rugani was later confirmed to have the potentially deadly illness on Wednesday. Ronaldo was in Portugal visiting his sick mom when the announcement was made and is self-isolating and staying in Portugal until he knows it is safe to return. Now the Big Apple, where gatherings of large groups of people will be banned in one of the most densely populated cities in the world, included in this ban, Broadway shows, not just a staple of culture in New York City, but also a critical economic engine for thousands there. Peggy Carranza has more. With the possibility of reaching 1,000 cases of coronavirus next week, Major Bill de Blasio declared a state of emergency in New York City. This would give him authority to establish curfews and close down public transportation. Shortly before de Blasio's declaration, Governor Andrew Cuomo banned large gatherings of people starting tomorrow. That uh, new rule 
uh, relates obviously to anything where over 500 people would gather, parades, rallies, concerts, sports events, professional conferences, etc. The ban caused the suspension of Broadway musicals that attract millions of people every year, but now left a semi-dimmed Times Square looking more empty than usual. Yeah, we are frustrated. It is disappointing, but there's not much we can do about it, really. So, yeah, at least we got to see one, though, while we were here. One show, so it's better than nothing. Some learn of the suspension when trying to buy tickets. This actor says the losses will be significant. For actors, um, it's 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 a it's a huge impact because we actors are, um, you know, we people talk about the gig economy now. People going from gig to gig. We're sort of the originators of the gig economy. And if you cut our gigs, you cut our salaries, you cut our livelihood. Other New York City venues that will close their doors are Madison Square Garden, Barclays Center, and museums. The ban, however, will not affect hospitals, public transportation, or schools for now. It is expected that Broadway shows will resume April 13. In New York City, Peggy Carranza, U News. The wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has tested positive for coronavirus. Trudeau's office says Sophie Trudeau is feeling well and will remain in isolation. At this time, the Prime Minister is not showing any symptoms and will not be tested for the virus. Trudeau's office says he will also be in isolation for 14 days. Trudeau is still assuming his duties fully. He spoke with a few world leaders on the phone yesterday, including President Trump. They discussed their efforts to help combat the coronavirus pandemic. Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez is declaring a state of emergency for two weeks, a measure that will let him mobilize all resources, including the military, to contain sharp rises in coronavirus cases. Health authorities confirm Spain has more than 4,200 infections, with nearly half of those in Madrid alone. That was an increase by a third compared to one day earlier. So far, 120 patients have died. And the Venezuelan health sector protested Thursday in front of José Manuel de los Ríos Children's Hospital in Caracas to demand improved conditions for that health center, as well as clarification surrounding any public policies being implemented to contain the coronavirus. Doctors, nurses and patients are asking for increased funding for the public health system while announcing their concern over the shortage of masks, antibacterial gels and soaps. Maduro also announced the prohibition of all large events, gatherings and crowds. In Mexico, there are four new coronavirus cases, which brings the country's total number of confirmed cases to 12. Mexico is now preparing for the prospect of even more cases. Paulina Gomez has more on how medical experts are working on an innovative capsule to isolate and transport people who are infected. This is the new isolation capsule to help curb the spread of coronavirus that, according to the World Health Organization, has already reached pandemic levels. We were obviously in a bind because we were going to have to eventually transport people and we did not have the full resources. A firm dedicated to developing medical tools created an isolation capsule to transport infected patients that prevents viruses and other bacteria from escaping. That's when we decided we had to produce an isolation capsule, and we worked based on our experience over the years in making modules for neonatal intensive care. 
It is a capsule made of flexible plastic that is sealed and stays inflated through a filtration system. Small hospitals, clinics without the capacity to build a large isolation cubicle can use our capsules temporarily. In a press conference, a WHO representative said that it is key for countries to be prepared to handle infected people to face the magnitude of this pandemic. This is a reminder for the countries that are not ready yet to immediately detect the cases and isolate them to save lives. So these capsules could be the difference between life and death, mainly for hospital personnel, doctors and nurses, the people most vulnerable to the virus. Getting patients inside these capsules could prevent them from exposure and exposing others. We don't want to expose our personnel to infect patients. There is a high percentage of personnel who have been infected while carrying out their jobs, so we want to protect them. These capsules are like the ones that have been used to isolate and transport people with Ebola. Despite efforts from Mexican authorities to prevent the coronavirus from spreading, the U.S. Embassy in Mexico issued a health alert due to the ongoing outbreak considered a global threat. Paulina Gomez-Bulchiner in Mexico City, U News. More of U News after this short break. Imagine a daily newscast that speaks to you about your world in plain English. Each weekday, we partner with Hispanic America's most trusted news source to bring you the story from home and abroad that matter to you. They don't know when they're going to be able to go back to work. Victims also from Mexico and this mass shooting. Officials in and out of the residence. We're going to continue fighting. U News covers the news of your world and makes it easy to understand. U News, your world, U News on Fusion. Welcome back to U News. The number of hoaxes popping up online regarding the coronavirus is growing from false claims about treatments to fake headlines about celebrities having it. These stories are spreading fast and that's cause for concern. Carolina Saraza has more. As the number of coronavirus cases increases in the U.S., so too do Internet scams and hoaxes. Like this fake BBC Twitter account falsely claiming Harry Potter star Daniel Radcliffe had tested positive for COVID-19. Radcliffe says he was surprised when he heard the rumor. I think it's just because I look ill all the time, so you can believably say it about me because I'm very pale. And after actor Tom Hanks announced he and his wife Rita Wilson had contracted the virus, Twitter blew up 20,000 plus retweets of this photo of Hanks quarantined with a volleyball, a nod to his character in Castaway. The photo isn't real. It's edited from a picture of Hanks at a 2015 New York Rangers game. Officials are warning the public not to fall for fake cures peddled by some companies and individuals possibly trying to scam consumers with their claims. Earlier this week, the FTC and FDA issued warnings to seven companies accused of selling unapproved or misbranded products claiming they can treat or cure COVID-19 with teas, essential oils and colloidal silver. Jim Baker received one such warning for offering a $125 silver solution he advertised as treatment for coronavirus, even though there is not yet a known vaccine. And conspiracy theorist Alex Jones received a cease and desist letter from New York Attorney General Letitia James, one of several she and other state's attorneys general have issued in recent days to people they say are hawking unproven products. Carolina Saraza, U News. 
Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.